0: Welcome to Not From Here, a podcast dedicated to past versions of ourselves.
1: And the current versions of all of you. We are your co-hosts. I'm Riley Clausa.
0: And I am Issa Rodriguez. And we are just a couple of Michiganders turned New Yorkers trying to get a grip.
1: Have you ever been made fun of for the way you say things or thought, damn, I never even realized I had an accent?
0: Well, we have too, because we're definitely not from here. here. One, two. Hello. Hey. Who do we have with us today?
1: Um. Hey. What's your name? Hi. I'm. <laughs> I'm Jesse Linhart. Oh. Hi, Jesse Linhart. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. We are so happy to have you
0: very excited that you're here today we are fans of your tiktok obviously just like fans of you in general because you're an actress and you're like doing the damn thing oh my god um so we're so happy that you're here (laughs) excited to learn so much more about you
2: let's do it let's dive in so jessie lynn who is she where are you originally from okay i'm originally from a wicked small town in new hampshire like oh. teeny tiny um like no stoplights no streetlights no restaurants oh my God. except there was one called ye old post oh no, the, yeah the old <laughs> has an e that's how ye. like ye old post <laughs> olde and then um yeah, like one blinking light, more cows than people, kind of a town. That's yeah. where I'm from. Live free or die, baby. That's what we say. In New wow, New
0: York. <laughs> I love that. I was yeah. just gonna ask if, like, off the top of the head, uh, off the top of your head, if you knew the population. Um. Of my town,
2: yeah, absolutely not. No, you're <laughs> no. like, there's,
0: it's not even. But like I left
2: back. Like, I I went to a school that was like pre K through eighth grade, oh, and I graduated oh. with like seventy
0: something kids okay. in class. So, yeah. so,
1: so tiny. it's small. It's yeah. small for sure. Yeah,
2: for sure.
0: So, how did you get into theater? Like, what about that town? Like, how did you? <laughs>
2: okay. So how cruel. did you get in there?
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> Have you guys seen the seen the trend on TikTok right now? That's like. I wanted to take karate, but my mom made me go to dance. Now when a robber comes in, like, I'm just going to have to dance the more. Have you seen that? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm genuinely shocked by those because I feel like, (laughs) I don't know if I trust it. Like, there was nothing in me that wanted to do anything else. There was no other option. Oh my God. Like, I wasn't ever interested in really pursuing any. I mean, I did, like, every sport that you could do. I I had, like, a, you know variety of things that I was interested in but there was no other path like from birth the only thing that made sense yeah I kind of came out of the womb like a star
1: doing a time step
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) literally a time step from the womb so yeah there was no other option um but I mean I started dance classes and stuff when I was really little and then um, some a, a an older guy who knew my family. He was like, "You gotta get this gal in, the theater, you know? <laughs> She's
0: got the X factor." Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's always an old man. <laughs> like, no name was Dick.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was Dick.
2: It was. <laughs> that makes sense. For Dick. I think about him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> without him, where would you be? You really
1: owe <laughs> it to Dick, actually.
0: Without him, and
2: I've always said that. Oh my God. So <laughs>
1: Were your parents or like, were they involved in the arts at all? Or they were just like, yeah, we'll sign her up. Not at all. Like it was like a whole different world for them.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, my dad is an actor in his own right. Meaning that he's just a ham. Like (laughs) he just is a performer, but in a different kind of way. I love that. He just is always. I mean, he will get up on stage and do anything and if there he wants there to be audience participation in every musical that i do (laughs) it's like he thinks that the show is actually about him and my mom always says that she would have had the solo in her fourth grade production of godspell she would have sang day by day Mm -hmm. if she didn't go skiing so that's kind of her claim to fame like she skipped rehearsal to go skiing i'm like mom that's kind of on you yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) like um (laughs) talk about professionalism
2: like day by day (laughs) Yeah. So, no, I, and neither of my siblings do theater really oh either. They're, they're both musical. They played instruments, okay. but, Ooh. um, no, it was just
0: me. Are you the me. youngest, oldest, middle? What's your guess? <gasps> okay. I'm an only child, so I have like literally no idea, <laughs> okay. but I want to say younger, youngest. Okay. Do you have a guess? Middle. I'm middle. Uh.
2: And I have you know severe little yeah. child syndrome. <laughs> okay. Severe. See, like life-threatening, life-threatening, life-threatening. Yeah, it
1: runs You're like, through my all mouth. eyes on me right now. One, yeah, two, because three.
2: <laughs> the problem is like with the oldest child. I feel like parents are like so attentive to them because mm-hmm. they're like the first, and then yeah. the last is like the baby, and then the middle is like hello. <laughs> I'm right here. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Triple time step this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. I love that.
1: Okay. So I have to ask, how yes. was the college audition process for you?
2: Did you have a college audition process? Yes. Like... It was how. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? It was terrible. <laughs> I can't even like sugarcoat that. It was really bad. Thank God. I, it, was, it was really brutal. And I, I like, I tell kids that i i love to work with kids and Mm -hmm. um i work at a theater where they often have teens and they're like pre-professional training and Mm -hmm. i mean i was one of those teens and i just took it so seriously like everything i did was to get into a top school everything i did was like i have to get into one of the best musical theater colleges in the country and i mean it like, killed me when I didn't get into my dream school. And, yeah. Um, I (sighs) would cry about it until I was, like, 20 years old. Like, it is still crazy to me that I let it affect me that much. Yeah. Um, But, no, it was brutal. And everything happens for a reason, I guess. But um, if I were to do it over again, I would do some things differently for sure. Oh. What about you guys?
0: Yeah, it sucked. (laughs) Also, that's so real. You just said, like, I can't believe how long I let it impact me. Like, me literally being like, i still think about my dream school and no, i'm like literally uh, if, why didn't if, you yeah. let me in yeah. <laughs> yeah. what was your dream school university of michigan of course I'm, yeah. we're <laughs> from michigan yeah. only like,
1: take one girl and one guy from michigan a year, oh because my God. they want the out-of-state tuition.
0: Yeah, and well, so but- like odds were low. I didn't even apply, dude. Odds were low, but you know how they really got me. They did this thing where, like, right towards the end, they sent me an email and, like, a, like other people too. Like, it was like fifty or fifty-five people, and they were like, "You're in the select group." What of, the like, hell? Final people that were considering, and so I was like, "Oh shit." Like- <laughs> this is my time. Like I'm the girl from like, Michigan. No, I, that got accepted. Yeah. yeah. And then they didn't even like, you know, then you see the picture of the girl on Instagram. That's like, I just got accepted into like <laughs> the university of Michigan BFA program 2021. And you're like, Wow i would have known by now because she's posting a whole thing (laughs) you know what i mean so true what was your dream school
2: i'm in pain i'm in yeah no (laughs) it was like whoa
0: (laughs) c24 still fucking
2: like (laughs) yeah mine was ccm
0: (gasps) okay yes yeah
2: very ccm i was an intense kid i just was so so intense (laughs) and i would have thrived in the intensity of it yes um but yeah, I mean, I was on hold for them and like, wait, listen, and I just, I didn't know what to do. I wish like looking back that I had followed up and tried again, but mm-hmm. I, I was like paralyzed with fear about it. And, and I also was just like, I'm getting in here. Yeah. Like I am getting in. There's no other yeah. option. Like it's happening. And, and when so, they throw
0: you those bones of like, oh, you're on hold. Oh, you're on the wait list. You're like, no, like it's going to happen. Yeah. Like it's happening for me. Yeah. Like
1: they wouldn't keep me around this long if, if it, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you're like so- 17, you're like what's going on? Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: I have a lot of empathy for my 17-year-old self now for the way that I handled that like that whole time of my life. I feel so bad for her and I just want to like give that girl a hug and be like you tried so hard and you did everything that you could. Everything that you knew at the time. Like I feel like I used all the tools that were available to me and it, you know like there I looking back there's nothing else that I could have done that I knew
0: to do yeah you don't know what you don't yeah,
2: know
0: exactly wow, that is really great I just I really resonate I'm like damn that younger self she needs a hug she does she needs
2: a hug she tried really hard and I don't know that she would be proud of where I am now like,
1: I
0: don't know about it, but I'm proud of her you know it's, uh, so true so where did you end up going when you, you know, when you like didn't find out or when you didn't get into your dream school, where did that lead you?
2: I got into Emerson College early. I got into Emerson, okay, um, early, and then Emerson was in Boston and was, um, a better, you know, just pick Perfect. for me overall. So, um, I went there, and I definitely had a chip on my shoulder going into it, mm. and um yeah i <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and, and <laughs> yeah um i ended up loving my time there okay After, it took a couple years for me to figure out my path i did not graduate with a degree in musical theater which looking back is like oh my god that's crazy it's the girl craziest thing to me that i just like it was it it was like the end of the world at that time mm-hmm. that i like had to move programs and yeah not be in the musical theater studio like i it was like I don't know who I am anymore. And I did, I did more musical theater than I did in the musical theater program once I switched. And I do more musical theater now than a lot of yeah. kids that I graduated with. If not any of them, like, you know, it, it just doesn't matter. Looking back, it doesn't matter, but it mattered so much to me at, the, at time. the time. Yeah. And so when I see kids that are auditioning now and like working towards that, I just want to be like, take a breath because I know that uh, truthfully, yeah, if you go to UMESH, if you go to CCM or Carnegie, like, your chances are better. But if you go somewhere else, your chances are not none. Yes. Like, my my perception was if I don't go to those schools, I will not be successful and I will not be happy. Yes. And that's not true. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> but it took me a long time to know that. I just want to be like, if you're auditioning, take a breath. It's going to be fine. It's yeah. going to be fine.
1: Yeah, you're going to end up exactly where you need to be. I like the same. I went to a very, very tiny, tiny, tiny school in Ohio, the University of Finley. It wasn't. It Never was a BA. Go like, Oilers? Huh? Go Oilers. Oilers. Yeah. Oilers. Oilers. <laughs> okay. It was just like the smallest program. And I also went into college with a, like a chip on my shoulder. And I was like, I'm transferring. Like, I'm not staying here. Like, I like, I like, I was not meant to be here. Like, this was just my like, where I am for now. Like, this and is then a I,
0: mistake almost. No, yeah. And then <laughs> I stayed. You're like not connecting. <laughs> I,
1: sta- I like stayed all four years, loved it. And I'm like, I'm so happy with like, where I am now yeah. and, like, the experience that I got, even though it was the tiniest fucking program that I was, yeah. like, never even
2: considering. Right. Yeah. I, like, totally, totally agree with that. I, It was exactly what I needed it to be by the time that I graduated. Like, yes. there were so many things that I oh wouldn't God, have I been know. able to do yeah. or wouldn't have, like, had the exposure to if I went into a conservatory program. Like, I wouldn't have taken playwriting and dramaturgy and gotten to choreograph mm-hmm. things and gotten to host a, an award show that kind of, like, You know, at the time I felt like it like changed my life and like I graduated early and I got to do a Boston equity contract while I was in school. Like so all those things I wouldn't have been able to do if I, if I had not gone to Emerson. And so I really appreciate that, but everything, you're right. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So all of this in mind, how'd you get to New York? Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think you could tell by my last little monologue, I, I was like kind of like a, Go getter, but like also kind of a brat. Like I was was just like, I'm doing it, and I nothing's gonna stop me now. If I'm gonna have to make my own path, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, Yeah. so be it. So I ended up taking a bunch of summer classes and graduating a semester early so that I could get to New York for audition season. Oh my god! And so I moved here with no roommates, no friends, no job. Like I found an apartment on Facebook Marketplace, (gasps) moved in with. uh, one person and then it didn't work out so I moved in with a 34 year old art consultant I still don't know what she does <laughs> um and started auditioning it's always <laughs> the art consultant yeah, always yeah I <laughs> what don't what does that mean what? to this day I'm not sure but <laughs> she was really nice and her apartment was adorable and I got to like and she gave have you a place
1: to be yeah. yeah
2: like I had like a sweet little home that I and I brought my cat with me and um I started auditioning and so, like, my full time job was just auditioning for the first few oh months. God. Wow. Yeah. How was the
1: transition for you? Did you, was it tough or were you just like so, so like, ready. in,
2: like, in for the ride? Definitely the second. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, there was no transition for me at all. I, I can't explain it, but like, I mean, when I grew up in the, Teeny tiny town, you know. I'm yeah. Not from here. i heck yeah, you aren't. <laughs> I tried to run away to New York when I was like five. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like I packed a bag and I was like, I'm going to New York City. um <laughs> She knew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I lived in a cul-de-sac, like twenty minutes driving from the nearest highway. Like I wasn't going anywhere. But, yeah. um. <laughs> but yeah, I I was just like, oh, I'm going all in. I'm going all in, and I I definitely had the privilege of being able to, um audition and figure that stuff out yeah. really like dive in really quick mm-hmm. um and not have to worry as much about like being completely um what's it called cut off from my parents because I was like I'm graduating a semester early so I, I they kind of gave me like yeah a few months to figure myself so, like, out so and help. yeah <laughs> yeah and so um it really worked out in that way and if you have the opportunity to kind of dive in, I feel like that's the best way to do New York. Absolutely. If you try and ass- like, if you try and make it like your casual, regular life, like it's never going to be like that. Like it's never going to be like it was not Michigan or New Hampshire. You yeah. just have to be like, this is New York now. It's a different game.
0: Mm-hmm. Ugh, oh my God. It totally. Really it's a different game. When did you start getting stressed out? <laughs> you were like auditioning and auditioning and auditioning. And like, were things happening quickly for you or were things like taking a pause? Like, did that ever like, culminate to become like stressful or like oh my gosh like
2: i think it was different pre-pandemic okay because i mean this was like 20 january of 2017 okay and so i didn't know to be stressed yet i didn't know when it was audition season like when things were slowing down like i knew that it was slowing down but i wasn't like scared right and now i'm scared okay like now in my like i It's that thing of like you're too naive to know. Right. To be to be like, Oh, it's not gonna happen. Totally. But then as as it goes, like I went to an open call with like five hundred girls and I got a job like out of nowhere at this like equity theater with all these broadway stars in the show and i was like beep boop beep boop i just saying, gimme gimme <laughs> yeah, like like i had no I, I was just too young to know that that was like a big deal and that like it doesn't really happen and that it was like to get that kind of job at the very last week of audition season you know now i now i would know and i like i'm stressed <laughs> it's not even december like, and i'm I like i know
1: too much now
0: i know too much such an interesting perspective thanks for sharing that that's like very you know what I mean though I do like 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 I don't feel jaded now but I feel informed yes
2: to a point where I feel fear (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I had no fear it's like when you learn to drive a car and you drive recklessly yes Yes. that's me when I moved to the city reckless reckless abandon Okay, I love
0: that. Yeah, see, I feel like the the pandemic, you brought it up. I feel like that's such a good point. Like I feel like I was like, I was the opposite. I was like, oh my god, like how, how, you know what I mean? Like there's barely an audition here, there's barely an audition there. But that's I mean, that's such a good point. You just like really hit the ground running. Like you were like nothing is stopping Jesse Lynn Hart. Yeah. (laughs) No,
2: which is so funny because I see it now, like with the next generation. So true. right i see it now and i'm like oh my god i i'm afraid of you all like i'm afraid yeah (laughs) i'm
0: afraid of you (laughs) i'm afraid of you (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) it makes me think and we're gonna talk
1: about it a little bit later but when you went to the little women open call and i interviewed (laughs) 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 obsessed that was such a great you're like i see you all
0: (laughs) but yeah thoughts and prayers Not I'm here. here with you, but not actually. No, you did kind of already tell us what makes you not from here. But is there anything else that you would just like, like when you think about like yourself, where you're from, like what makes you like not from here? Like okay, in this city, something else on your
2: lo- on your list there. Yes. I know you, you had written there. I have a New York City native boyfriend, and let me tell you, they are not well. <laughs> <laughs> they are not okay they, (laughs) it shocks me every day the way that I'm like, I am not from here. I, because (laughs) the way he is so clinically from here is shocking. Like he is not phased by anything. He's not phased by anyone. Nothing could make him be like, wow, that's crazy. Nothing, nothing (laughs) at all. Like when I first moved here, I went to a party, like a cast party after the sh- after the show closed. That one with like you know the big deal people that I didn't realize yeah. was a big deal. And I went to this guy's apartment, and he had lived in this apartment for like thirty years or something. And he he was like he had worn the um the uh, gypsy robe on oh. Broadway. Like he was like a big like he was in every yeah. ensemble on Broadway. And he was this wow. older guy. And I went to his apartment, and I brought him the cheapest bottle, not the maybe the second cheapest bottle of wine yeah, that I could right. get at the liquor store, <laughs> and. and He literally was like, oh, thanks. And then as I was leaving, he handed it back to me and said, I think you might need this more than me, darling. And what? (laughs) Yes. It was because it was so cheap and like his apartment was so nice and I I was so young and he goes, I think you might need this more than me, darling. And I was like, "Wow, thank you. And I (laughs) left the party and let me tell you, I was wearing open toed sandals strappy crocs and a rat ran over my foot and i was holding the bottle of wine that was given back to me and i literally just like stood there i was and it was facing you know the one on uh 43rd street the the strip club yeah flash dance yes (laughs) it was across from that so i was facing the strip club holding this cheap bottle of wine rat runs over my foot i was like wow i am not from here yeah <laughs> i am not from here. that was this moment that was the real moment but now every day like the way my boyfriend like will chase a cab with a baguette being like hey what are you doing <laughs> get out of here like, he, he like just... that's not
0: something that i would have <laughs> No, thought <to> and <laughs> they're
2: so cold like he's he's quite he's quite level-headed but just can't be phased by anything and like i'm phased yeah. by everything i will stop on the street and sign any petition that is in front of me yeah any single one and he would never he would never yeah he just walks right just by he like doesn't even feel bad no he won't even speak he won't even open his mouth <laughs> and i'll just be like i'm so sorry i can't i can't okay like i'm sorry i'm
0: sorry i'm, sorry. Adam, no. I'm in a rush <laughs> i gotta get to. Yeah. they don't care they no. really don't care no they're
2: like what about you guys have you ever come across a, a new yorker a new yorker
0: yeah. Born and yeah raised one of my not one of my my first like real job in the city i was a barista for a year and a half and like most of my friends from that job are like native new yorkers like born and raised bronx born and raised queens okay. like they are so funny the biggest thing do you know what slap happy means like when, when you're like silly? slap
2: happy yeah yeah
0: okay so one day at work i was like i'm slap happy and they were like <clears throat> what did you just say and i was like I'm slap happy. And they were like, what is that? Like, is that some Michigan thing? No, it's a very common phrase. It's a very common phrase. phrase. And it was literally the guy from Queens and the guy from the Bronx. They looked at me like I was crazy. And they were like, no, we've never heard that. Like, is it like punch drunk? And I was like, what? (laughs) How does that None
2: of them have ever been slap happy. They're too cold <laughs> because, and too jaded to ever be slap so happy. So true. I've
0: never seen a New Yorker slap happy. That, that is so. That true. is such a good point. You hear that? That's why you've never experienced you've never real experienced joy like that, <laughs> and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, my warm and i say that heart. with my full chest. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Riley? Any
1: good, not from here stories? No, so right now, so my, I didn't have the same experience at, like with coworkers at least because I was a nanny and yeah. had no coworkers. But now I do have coworkers and they are all native New Yorkers. I love them to death, but they're yeah. the scariest people I know. <laughs> like, so the Starbucks I work at in particular, and I'm sure they're all – they all have their days, but a lot of homeless people come in and steal stuff, like, every single day, like, multiple times a day. And mm-hmm. the way they scream at these people, like, it is, like, <laughs> terrifying. Like, I am, like – so like, I'm, like, oh, my God. I would never want to, like, do them wrong. They would kill me. They would kill yeah. me. Like, yeah. I would – like, they'd break me in half. You're like – Yeah. I, but no, they're just, like – they know themselves so well, and they just – like they're just like so like I don't even know every like kind I of confidence and them yeah like I'm like I don't I'm have. like I I think I'm a like decently confident person I will never be that confident
2: no yeah yeah no.
1: ever ever <laughs>
2: so wow.
0: Legally Blonde. Blonde. We want to hear all about it. No,
1: literally everything. (laughs) Tell us, us, please, please. That's where I like first, like on TikTok, you came on my for you page with your Legally Blonde videos. So that was like my introduction to you. But like, please tell us every detail. Okay.
0: So like from audition, well, as much as you want to share, to like when you first got there. Okay. To like, how was the experience? Okay. I don't
2: even know if we have the time. You're yeah, like, oh, I, know, so. I know it was quite the journey that that's the truth. It was a long journey to get the job because I talked about this a little bit, but, um, like on my social medias, but I auditioned for the, some iteration of the legally blonde tour, like four times Yeah, right over, right? over years. Yeah. When I first moved to New York, I went in for it once and I did well, but didn't get that far. And then I went in for it again and got all the way to final callbacks mm-hmm. for Serena and then I went back in again right before the pandemic in 2019 and for, like, a U.S. tour. And it got all the way down to two girls for Margo, me and another girl. They had, like, switched me from Serena to Margo. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting this job. Like, yeah. there has never been anything more perfect for me. I, like, I love this so much. And... They like extended the callbacks and had us come back later. And we did like a couple dance calls and we read together and like me and the other girl. And she was great. And like there was nothing against her, nothing against her talent. She was great. But, but I just like in that moment, I was like, but this job is for me. Yeah. And I like nailed every single thing about it as you should. So we <laughs> were just, <laughs> she and I just looked so different too. And we were giving very different mm. interpretations right. of it. Like, um, uh, the, my tour like the tour i was on I, we all were like nasty they, yeah. they they would say i'm like nasty Margot. like she was also, she was just a little crusty yeah like, i just yeah. i just was i was like rubbing my belly on stage i was like <laughs> you know like i woke up yeah i mean i was like jumping and twerking in a split the whole time like i was giving crust for sure and that wasn't their journey at the time in 2019 that, they weren't ready for me just yet and so i didn't get it and i was Devastated. When I tell you my parents had gotten me a luggage set, a pink luggage set, because yeah. I was so sure I was getting this job. Did and, they still give it to you? Yeah, it was my birthday gift. <laughs> it Did was they a,
1: still
0: give it to you? It was a
2: gift, and I was like, this is really a bummer. I, this is a gift that I'm not using it because I didn't get the door. And then, when it came back around, like, la- a, a year and a half ago or something, mm-hmm. um, and the, the breakdowns went out and I got an appointment. I was like, if I don't get it this time, I'm legitimately quitting musical theater. Yeah. I'm actually, like, I don't even know what I will do.
1: Yeah. Because,
2: like, you know, like, there's just some things that you just feel like are so for you that I'm like, yeah. if this isn't for me, I don't know what it is. Like, genuinely, I mean that. Um, But then I ended up. By the last day of callbacks, there were, I was the only one. So we kind of knew. Um, I mean, unless they ended up, something didn't happen, <laughs> but luckily nothing happened and uh, went on the tour and it was, um, the best time of my life. And sometimes the worst, but mostly the best. Yeah. That's the thing about tour. I feel like that no one talks about is like, it's like life or death. Yeah, for the most part, it's like life, and then like a couple of times death, but mostly life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but most like life. The good outweighs the bad. Oh it, yeah, for me it did. A hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, I made the best friends that I've ever had. Like you bond with people like you wouldn't believe. Just living on a bus and staying in Best oh, yeah. Westerns, but oh my god! <laughs> I mean, and now it's fun that I have that TikTok to like look back on and yeah. Watch all the videos and stuff.
0: documented it for yourself. That's really freaking cool. Yeah. Wow. It was
2: really fun. Yeah. So along with Margot, you were also like the first cover for Elle Woods, right? Yeah. How was that? Shocking. I didn't know that I was going to be that track because I didn't ever sing any Elle material Mm -hmm. in the callbacks. Oh my God. They never had me sing it until rehearsals mm-hmm. so I was like how do they know that I can do this like, <laughs> I don't have yeah, a lot of faith I don't <laughs> even know that I can do this <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I, I I started working real hard once that contract came in mm. and I ended up going on quite a bit which was crazy like crazy mm. to like not ever expect something to like work out that way I, I just never expected it wow and I feel like I opened my eyes to more possibilities than I knew that I had within me in a deeper kind of way. You know,
0: that's amazing. Okay. Which one did you like playing more? Margot? Okay. Period. Yeah.
2: I had a feeling you were going to say that. Margo there. I mean, there's something about Elwoods, woods. Like, yeah, you're, of course, right. you're it's different. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, it was so much stress. It was like, it was a lot of stress and it was a lot of, I mean, there's no role like that. You're, it's just it's everything and you're dancing you're singing like i I was and i was also like trying to remember where i was going (laughs) yeah because (laughs) you're like i am yeah uh, uh, yeah (laughs) but it was fun in a different way it's fun in like a challenging kind of way margo was not necessarily like challenging for me Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah would they give you a lot of notice before you'd have to go on or was it just like hey you're going on today um, sometimes both, like, mm-hmm. it depended on the day, but, um, I was really close with the girl who played Ellen so usually I would have a heads up, yeah.
0: you know? Oh, okay, that's really great. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, like, completely in the
2: dark. Yeah. Which sometimes that would happen, like, you never know on a tour. It, it could just, people have COVID, you're out. Yeah. yeah. Wild.
0: <sighs> yeah. COVID, man.
1: Was there anything <laughs> that came as a surprise to you, or anything that you didn't expect throughout
2: the tour? I didn't expect to love sleeping on the bus Ooh. oh my god I love sleeping on the bus really I'm not even kidding like the way that now I have to picture being on a moving bus to fall asleep at night because it lulls me to sleep like I felt like I was in the womb you're just I, like- I was just like in the, the way oh my god it like those are the things that people talk about hating mm-hmm. and I just love you're like, I loved it. so. I want to be rocked to sleep every night. I want to be <laughs> in the back of a bus, curled up on like a little two-seater. Like, yeah, I, I really loved that. But I also, on a more like serious note, I surprised my, myself with being able to pull off the L material and mm-hmm. like feel confident in it. Um, Because I feel like I've really been leaning into being like the spunky funny girl mm-hmm. for so long um, that I haven't really had many opportunities to like push myself and my boundaries of where I'm super comfortable in my job of being a performer and so it was really fun to like get to do that and I
0: definitely surprised myself oh my god that's incredible that's so cool what a challenge and like that's so fun that you were like yes I did that yeah (laughs) after all that work yeah (laughs) I did it (laughs) so what are you working on now
2: (laughs) okay so now I'm in a production of A Christmas Carol, which is really special because I was in that production when I was so little. Oh my God. Um, I played the littlest baby Fezziwig child, and I, like, danced on stage and smeared cupcakes on my face. And now I'm playing the mom Fezziwig, Stop. like Mrs. Fezziwig. So it's really crazy to get to go back and do that, and it's so fun. I love going back there. But then after that closes, just, you know creating content. Back to life, back to life, back
0: to audition season. You know how it goes. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome though. And I love shows and like jobs that like come full circle like that for you. And you're like, ah, it's one of those feelings. Like this is definitely like meant for me.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, all right. To close out this section, um, as you heard us say at the beginning, the show is dedicated for us. It's dedicated to past versions of ourselves, um, kind of like a survival guide type um, thing. Are there any lessons that you've learned, advice to your younger self um, that now that you have due to the hindsight that you feel comfortable sharing with us?
2: Yeah, I actually thought about this one ahead of time mm-hmm. and I have a good one because it's something I say all the time, but I really believe it mm-hmm. and then I want to hear yours.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: okay. Mine is, people always say that you have to be in the right place at the right time, Mm -hmm. but you're never going to be in the right place at the right time if you don't physically, actually, literally get yourself to the right place to be in the right place at the right time. Like, I'm gagged. <laughs> if, if you don't get out of bed and show up at the audition, you're never going to be in the right place at the right time. If you don't drive yourself to that job interview, you're not going to be in the right place at the right time. Or mm-hmm. if you don't go socialize or meet friends or go to that bar, go to that opening night, like it, it can apply to any job or like part of your life. But if you don't physically go to the place, you can't be in the right place at the right time. So get to the place. Just go.
0: Like try. Get outside. I love that. That also makes me think like moving to New York, right? Like that's yeah. such a like big thing, especially for people that are not from New York. It's yeah. like, you got to get there. You got to do the thing. And like, it's so hard because I feel like we watch people like say they're going to move here and then they they don't ever move here. And they're like, oh, it's like, it just never worked out for me. But that's such an amazing way to think about it. Like being here is part of the battle. Like yeah. moving here is one thing, going to the class, going to the audition. That's- telling you, that one's going on the...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I needed to hear that. I I needed to to hear that. that. (laughs) I'm like,
0: damn, I need to get
1: to the place. It's so true,
2: though. It's so true. Like, the amount of times that... I mean, if I didn't go to that open call, because it was annoying, but, like, if I didn't go and show up and audition with 500 other girls, I wouldn't have gotten my first job in New York. Like, if I didn't go on that date, I wouldn't have met my New Yorker boyfriend. That I... Embarrassing... Really like so So don't you didn't hear that okay don't share that don't listen (laughs) (laughs) okay what's yours Ooh. okay for me
1: i think i i really struggled with okay me as a person i'm very much a control freak and i like like i'm very much like a planner like i like having control of situations um which i'm trying to get better at but I am, and I, I think I would tell my my past self, like, it does not matter. Like, whatever is meant for me, like, will not pass me by. Everything happens for a reason, like, and there's going to be situations that I cannot control, and I can't let that, like, upset me. Like, I just, like, I think back and I was just such an anxious child, <laughs> like, yeah. literally my entire life, and now I just, like, now I've just, like, now that I'm an adult, I've, like, come to terms with, like... I can't control everything around me and that is okay. And I think that's due to one, the experience of like things not going my way. Um, the amount of times that it has happened, but also thank you medication for saving my brain. So, Period. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just yeah. to like chill the fuck out
0: and like everything's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 What about you? I think for me, it's just like, you have to not care what other people think about you. That's so hard though. I know know. that's something that I've struggled with my whole life, but it's just like, and it really resonated with what you said, but it's just like, if you're not like yourself, like how are you going to like book the right things? How are you going to meet the right people that actually like you for who you are? Like, how are you going to like, if you're not yourself, you're not going to be happy in your life. And I feel like that's, what i struggled with a lot especially when i moved here and now it's like girl you just got like not everybody's gonna like you maybe that's the advice it's like no matter what you do there's always gonna be somebody that always. doesn't like you yeah so, so you, you might as well
2: do like not cater to the cater exactly. to everyone don't try yeah. like cater
0: to the people who are gonna like the real real, real you people. yeah and cater to yourself yeah. yeah that's what i would say yeah audie daddy <laughs> Let's start Tell there. Tell us, Jesse. If you guys don't know, Jessie has a TikTok.
1: We've referenced it a few times. We have. She is incredible, beautiful, gorgeous. We're obsessed with you. We are. But, Audie Daddy. We need to start <laughs> there. We need to start there.
2: The, he is also incredible and gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I followed him. Like, After your video, I was, was like, how's so that sexy? relationship? How's the me? friendship? How's the... <laughs> I mean, how weird is it? <laughs> that that like happened and worked out that i met i know thank you that never happens that (laughs) never happens and it like really worked i mean he's so nice and we have so many mutual friends okay basically for those who don't know here's what happened you can follow me online j-e-s-s-e-l-y-n-n-a-j-r-t-e on tiktok and i saw a hit and run of a parked car of an audi and i just was like oh no No one's coming to help these people. I'm just going to get a video of it. I stood there for like so long trying to wait for someone to come by or like get a pen and paper. I called the police. No one answered. (laughs) I called 911. They still didn't answer. What the heck is up with that? That's That's another story. (laughs) But so I ended up just taking a video of it and posting it on TikTok and being like, if this is your car and the last part is daddy, I saw a hit and run of your car. Contact me. (laughs) And the next day, like friends of friends of friends had sent it to him. Yeah, the video like blew up. Yeah, it has like over 18 million views. Yeah. And he had gotten it. And, but the part, the weird part is, I don't think I've even shared this online. Hmm. The amount of people that have frauded me and tried to pretend to be dad, the daddy, the daddy. Like yeah, they are lying, and people would try and scam me. And like, I mean, I would. For get, what though? Like what? What are they? I want don't from know. You. I mean, I was getting doxed on the internet. People were posting my phone number and my address.
0: No. Yes, no, and so I was getting no.
2: I was getting calls of people being like, "That's my Audi. That's my Audi." Or like, "I work for Amazon. I was the one driving the truck." And I'm like, <laughs> sure, you're Why gonna do you confess. Have that role? Yeah, Online. I mean, I didn't but, share okay. the entire license plate because i'm a genius and so i knew when when the real guy talked to me like i he had the whole license plate and everything and so it was it was obviously him but i mean people didn't know the real license plate and they were legitimately trying to like lie to me and i i got hundreds of messages and calls that is from different people isn't that so weird yeah i never shared that but like what do they gain i just don't understand you know I have no idea I really to this day, I don't know, and then people would comment and be like, I've been trying to call you and I was like, I know I've been blocking you, sir like I got it I You're got yeah call, like, <laughs> stop trying yeah so so weird. so I ended up helping him quite a bit and like talking to him for a while because the insurance was being a pain and so I talked to a bunch of insurance people and gave them my statements and stuff I was like, I feel like I'm on law and order right now, like yeah <laughs> your dude yeah. He, he's literally like broadway star of course like he's he a broadway star did of you know course. did you know that no no oh my god he is a broadway star wait, wait i haven't daddy. followed him <laughs> Fuck. yeah he was the original son on broadway shut yeah what he, the hell he's been in <laughs> what the hell, what the hell? hell? <laughs>
0: <My> favorite movie
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah he's been in a ton of stuff a ton and he's extremely good and very friendly and very nice The fact that he was, like,
1: a theater person, too, like, it just goes back to, like, this community is so small. Small world. So
2: small. small. Yeah, people would be like, I had no idea that it was him. (laughs) Like, yeah.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: And Audi would send me... (laughs) (laughs) Audi sent me a hat that I really liked, and I was like, oh, Slay. But then... (laughs) I have been getting other things from them. Like I feel like the packages got separated. And so I've gotten some things in the mail. They sent me like a teddy bear. And the last time I got a package, like it has a return slip on it, and it they were checking off every time something sent. And there's one thing left that has not been sent.
0: (gasps) It's an (laughs) Audi. They sent you a key. Even better. Even better, you guys. It's a soccer ball.
2: You're kidding. I'm You're so serious. kidding. What, what about me says that I want to play soccer? They said a- that, get is, her a ball. that is so telling that they didn't look at my
1: at all. Is, they heard they you didn't...
2: say their
1: brand and they said, get her a soccer ball.
2: They did not look at my <laughs> TikTok once. <laughs> nothing nothing about I'm looking into look a Nothing about me is giving soccer. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Send me an Audi. <laughs>
1: anything else but send me, me a car ball. how did you get started on tiktok and basically how do you come up with like all your video ideas
2: okay this is gonna be a really easy question because there's no answer Period. i have no thought process <laughs> i have no filter there is nothing strategic about what's going on gorgeous i Beautiful. am just I'm posting what I think of that day. And I just love to be a silly little goose.
0: You are a luminary. Like genuinely like obsessed with you. No thought process.
1: No thought process. I was waiting for her to be like, I have a calendar. I write out what I'm going to post this day. No. She's like, no, I'm just funny. (laughs) Like I just wake up and I'm most funny. (laughs) That's the goal.
2: That's, that's the goal. Sometimes it flops and you know, that's fine because I think that's, um, I back to the life lessons and everything like just post it just yes. post it because you got to do something so yeah. you know why care what people think true you know a lot of people don't like my content a lot of people I get so much hate I just don't care the hate is insane it isn't, it's It's <laughs> so insane but like it's fun for me so I just do it yeah I just got started because I posted something funny one day about crying in New York
1: and then you just kept doing it
2: and then I just kept crying in New York and <laughs> <laughs> I just will never stop
0: <laughs> I will never stop crying in New York yeah. oh Oh, i wish we had so much more time no i know this was so
1: special so great so oh Oh i'm like part two maybe no literally
2: (laughs) 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 um so, I just love to chat. <laughs> yeah, you're a chatter. You I love it. I love your podcast. Yes, I started you. listening once you, oh, once you asked.
1: Once you asked. Yeah, I, did. I love you. Thank you. Oh my god. So thank you so much for joining us today. Seriously, yes. means so so much.
2: So Jesse, where can the people find you? They can find me on any social media at Jesse Linhart. Period. You spelt it earlier. Yeah.
0: Rewind. <laughs> 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 and then, Isa, what are we talking next week? We are talking, am I lazy or do I need to slow down? Period. That's it. That's That's it. it. That's it. That's the question and we'll be answering it. If you want to keep up with us on social
1: media, our at is at notfromhere.podcast. That is N-O-T-F-R-O-M-H-E-R-E dot P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And as always, I'm Riley Clausa. I'm Issa Rodriguez. And I'm Jessie Lynn.
0: And, and we are definitely, definitely not, not from here. From here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, that, that was so cute.